0: Here's Ed Taylor with today's episode of Lead to Serve, a leadership podcast. Hey, welcome to a very special edition of the Lead to Serve podcast. Typically, we're talking about leadership and servanthood, and we are today, but in a very special way. We have a team right now on the border in Ukraine. Uh, This is being recorded on Friday, March 4th. So even if you listen to it at a later date, and we're going to be learning about Ministry firsthand, what it means to step out, go across the world into a war zone, and be open and ready to be used of the Lord. So be ready for what you're about to hear. You're gonna have our small team that's there, and a few of the refugees share a little bit of their story. Let's get right into it. Byron is the leader of of the team. Um, welcome. Hey, thank you. Uh, you guys are finishing your. Th- Second day on the ground.
1: Yeah, so we we landed, traveled, and um, got to the, the border yesterday um, afternoon, and today was the second second day. It's been it's been fruitful so far. Uh,
0: I know that um, looking at some of the uh, re- some of the videos you're posting on your Instagram, so you can connect for updates on. Byron's Instagram. it's Byron A Johnson or we're also reposting those on the Calvary Church uh, Instagram. you can they'll give videos when they can. Um, but so far the big question for for many that have been asking uh, that that maybe you can ask answer for us today is that why go? And why go so quickly physically? And why not wait? That's been a question. Why not wait and see how things go out and then go? What was it about? How, how did God stir up the urgency? And what brought you and Emily uh, to a place of obedience that JJ and Randy also came to?
1: Yeah, just, um, you know, we, we lived in Ukraine for eight years, and I was pastoring uh, Calvary Zaporozhia uh, there for a number of years. And so, the, the country and the people of Ukraine are super dear to my heart. Um, and so as the news, um, just watching the news and, and really not even the news, but communicating with, with our friends in Ukraine and seeing how serious it was, um, you know, just started to get that, first of all, just that that compassion and that, the heartbreak over um, my church that was there and the, the people there that are tightly knitted, knitted to our hearts. Um, and so uh, just... Um, last Saturday, just, um, worshiping the Lord in our, in our, um, church service, the Lord just started to like really stir some things up in us. Um, and we had talked a little earlier that day, um, just through our devos, um, just like, man, we, we, we have to do something for the people that we love dearly. Um, and so the decision came quickly, um, but it came at a point where uh, we had a specific vision of, um, just doing whatever we could specifically for for the people of our church in Zaporozhia, um, knowing that they were already um, headed towards the border, many of them. Um, that we we just had this this desire to to meet them at the border, um, to to give them a hug and a friendly face. Hmm.
0: Emily, how how Thanks did you? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, go ahead.
0: I would just add to that, Emily. What, what were you? You weren't at Devos that morning. You were probably at home, or you were separate from Byron as as the Holy Spirit was speaking. How how did God speak to you in that in in going?
2: Yeah. So um, I'd also just been talking to my friends in Ukraine, just hearing what was happening and hearing their stories. And so, um, basically, Byron and I, usually in the morning, we do our Devos separately and then we pray together before we go to bed. And so he was, he did his Devos separately, went off to, to work. And then I did my Devos later. And so the Lord, without us communicating, really stirred both of our hearts. And as I was reading, I was just like, man, um, I, I have half a mind to just get on a plane and just go, go get them. And I, I knew that, um, my one of my closest friends, Ira, was getting close to crossing the border, and I just I just thought to myself, I think I just need to go get her. And I thought this is crazy. I'm not going to tell anyone about this. Um, and then Byron came home for lunch that day, and he was like, you know, I was doing my devos, and I have half a half a mind to just go and just go get our people and go to the border. And so the fact that we had the exact same idea. And felt like that kind of burning in our hearts from the lord after reading his, his word it it really united us and so we were ready to move quickly because we both had the same stirring and total unity so really all we needed was um your blessing because <laughs> we felt like us to do it, but you're like our spiritual dad, and we just wanted to make sure you you agreed with
0: us. Yeah, it happened very quickly, but my spirit, like the Holy Spirit within me, quickly agreed that even though I didn't, and maybe you didn't, I'm not entirely sure, have have all of it um, put together. Like I like that. I like things to be put together. I, can, I like a plan, or at least much as I can, uh, but I didn't have that completely, but my spirit was like, yes, I know that you guys have a connection there. I know that we have a connection there because part of the team here, it, it, it we visited in 2019, uh, and we were there worshiping with you. We were there with the church. We were there with the families. We were there in the services, uh, walking the streets, having that hot chocolate that was just like pure chocolate. Although I didn't have any, I did see it, um, and right there on the streets, you know, going into the chocolate shops and living life among um, those uh, the Ukrainians and. And it's, it was really neat to see how things uh, came together. Uh, pastor JJ, you know, you're in a different position, a different place. You, you weren't pastoring in Ukraine, but you are our missions pastor. And h- how is it that God was leading you? You know, you have a very full life. Uh, you run a very successful business. You are also serving in a high capacity. You have young kids. You're like all of that. How, how did it work with you to put on your heart to join the team?
3: i would say really it started um at, at wednesday before um at staff meeting in prayer uh really byron was praying for the ukrainians and in his prayer he had teared up and mm. just in my own prayer in that you know in that meeting i just you know just what it is to pray before the lord and sometimes not even have words but just that groaning in the spirit you know and just what his tears represented and. Then that weekend, Saturday night, you had mentioned a pastor friend from Hawaii potentially going to Ukraine and sitting there, you know, with my wife, Lisa, I was just, like, man, I want to go with that guy. Um, and so then I got a text from Byron the next morning. Um, of course, Saturday night, I rationalized it all the way, all, all the way with everything that I have going on. But uh, getting the text from Byron the next morning, uh, he says, hey, um, you know, talk to Pastor Ed, got the blessing. Um, you know, he told me to ask you if you want to go. And I was an immediate yes. You know, now I would say, you know, to just being here and seeing everyone united, it's very right um, and it's very God ordained for us to be here. And you know, just with these ladies coming across and and just seeing immediate relationship, you know, just seeing a depth, um, you know, just a, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of reminders of Paul. You know, as he, you know, didn't want to be away from you know the different churches and. And just seeing Byron and Emily operate um, in just such a special, compassionate uh, capacity has been quite the blessing. And the the Lord just keeps opening doors. Um, And uh, just with where we're staying and uh, just with the connections and the people that we meet, um, it's just His favor is all upon everything.
0: Randy, do you have a similar story? And uh, you have a full life as well, uh, and it came very, very quickly, I mean, from from Sunday to Wednesday, you guys are on a plane Wednesday morning. what? How did it come about for you to step in and be a part of the team?
4: I was there on Saturday night as well listening and having some of the same thoughts that JJ was having um, about, hey, I'd, really, I'd like to go. And then um, I was listening uh, uh, to service at home on um, Sunday and, um, I heard you talk about it and, and I a thought came over to me and said, Hey, you should text and ask them if they needed a fourth person. And, and I was like, no, that's, that's silly. And then, um, and, and then, um, I told my wife, I said, Hey, you know, sounds like Emily, Byron and JJ are going to Ukraine. She goes, so are you going to text them? So, um. But that I still wrestled with it for about another hour or two, and then I texted, <laughs> and you guys know pretty much the
0: rest. And that. here you are. So another question right. that that's coming up, Byron, uh, Pastor Byron, is is what what are we doing? And you know to keep everything safe, and um, we know that there'll be some generalities, but what are we doing? Why are we there?
1: Yeah, I believe the Lord just put really specific mission on my heart for cause there's there's great need in all of the countries surrounding um, thousands of people that we could we could meet their needs and uh, physical needs or whatever like that but the Lord put it just a specific um, vision on on my heart just to um, to meet anyone from from the Zaporozhia church who wanted to cross that we would meet them and and help them get on to their their next place um, in, in a um, in a safe way and so um that's what we're doing uh, where we ended up um once once we booked our tickets I, I sent out a message to our whole church saying hey if you are planning on leaving we will be at this location um, and we will meet you and um, help you um, get get
5: <laughs>
1: further into to a more stable place and so um, with that um the lord's the lord's really blessing it um, we received a family um, last night, right when we got in um, and we made a couple more border runs today. Um, and so we have 12, 12 people with us with um, nine or so coming tomorrow. Um, and so um, that we know of, but it's just, you know, one of those things of I, just really on my heart. Like I wanted to, um, in the midst of just tragedy and chaos, um, something, something familiar, um, something comforting, something something for me to serve the, the guys and, and the, the husbands in and, and the church that I love dearly can't be there with them, but I, I could at least do something for their family.
0: Yeah. The, the, the principle that I keep reminding our church and I think you guys are living out and it, and it's super hard. It's a super hard principle to, to, to live out, but it's, it's factual, it's biblical, it's spiritual. And it's, it's something like this we can't do everything. And I think that there's a as you're surrounded by need, as you're surrounded by great traumatic need and challenges, we can't do everything. And we have to settle in our hearts that um, we can only do what's in front of us and that the Lord would lead us and guide us. Because even though we can't do everything, we must do something. And we want to fulfill the mission of this personal connection. We you know, we're blessed to have an eight-year relationship with Ukraine through you and Emily and through the ministry that you've had in both of the areas that you've served in and the, the real relationships that you've built. And another principle that I think is important that's lived out right now by, by you being there or wherever we might have ministry is that that there's the principle of sending by going and there's the principle of sending by staying, but together. We're the team, and that's sort of why we opened up the relief fund. Where we're receiving resources, primarily—I mean, primarily—we're only receiving financial support right now uh, because we just don't know what the future will hold. But already, from the relief fund, it has put four people on the ground or in a plane on the ground in a vehicle with resources, and nine people already have been settled. And um, is that—did I get that number right? Nine, nine are with 12. you. Twelve with you now, nine perhaps tomorrow, and after you guys get a good night's rest, and and the the sense that we are with you, we is the language of ministry, so we are with you. Uh, you're our team. Um, this is our church, not only our church in Aurora but also in Zaporozhia, That's our church. Um, there are brothers and sisters, and then ministering to the flock. You know, the Bible speaks about serving um, serving the church. You know most of all, to the household of faith. But while we're serving the church, we're surrounded by so many other opportunities. I just read an article today they posted uh, on calvarychapel.com. Ben, ben there in, I don't know how to say the city he's in, but Pastor Ben is in Svlidov, S- yeah. say it? Yeah. Yes. So he just posted today on Christianity Today that he's got a ministry down in the bomb shelters in his city. And... A lot of the refugees are coming through his city, you know, heading out of the country and um, just so much opportunity, uh, it can be overwhelming. And Emily, you had mentioned a little earlier uh, when we talked before we started the recording that um, feel, the feeling part of this, um, that you're a little tired, exhausted. Can you talk about how you're responding emotionally to, to all of this? What is it making you feel and how, how is everyone feeling?
2: I think I think that the overarching emotion has to be grief. Yeah. Um because there's great loss mm-hmm. and everyone's losing something and even if even if you don't feel like you've lost something just the idea that a war on this scale is happening, yeah. we've all lost something. Um you know, that that sense of peace in Europe and so Um, you know, how the Bible talks about um, just sharing one another's burdens, taking on each other's burdens. And so I think that that's kind of been my role in this is just talking to the women that are coming and trying to let them tell me their stories and receiving their burdens. And so um, I'll I'll probably cry as we're talking. I can't help it. It's just, it just comes and goes and we're all crying together. All of us women and children crying. Um, and the the way that the guys have been really able to support me is, as I'm kind of taking up their burdens as I can. yes. Um, we're all bringing them to the Lord. but just I have I just I'm, I'm feeling a lot of things and so just like in the car today, it just um, I just broke down and had to cry and I had to cry really hard. Yes. And they prayed for me and um, pulled myself together and then we got to the border and picked up the next group.
0: We have, um, we have a couple of the ladies that you have with you that know English. Could you introduce one of them if they're willing to share uh, what they're feeling right now and how they're feeling, what's happening in their country, and then maybe how they're feeling when you guys showed up to minister to them? Like, Would anyone want to share that? And Byron, if they do want to share, would you help introduce them to us? If they don't, it's perfectly okay.
1: Yeah, so um, we have your... Uh here and she's one of one of our good friends she's actually one of my interpreters um at 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 calvary so we have a a great relationship teaching the word together so here she is
5: hello
0: hello so ira can you Uh, share with us what how you know how as much as as much as you can to give us insight like how are you feeling with everything happening in your country right now
5: actually uh no that's hard like to say about this uh, because self maybe is no one of the uh, hardest uh, thing about uh, its whole situation now uh, that uh for example uh, we like uh, women and children are allowed to uh, leave ukraine and to get to you know, safe place and to stay here, but uh, like all our men uh, should stay there mm, yes. in Ukraine, and uh, they uh, aren't allowed to leave Ukraine. So it's uh, no, it's really tough uh, to leave husbands uh, that like that side of border and to cross without them. Uh, so uh no but like I, I said uh, to Emily yesterday that uh, maybe uh, in like in the worst uh, maybe day of my life um, no. God, like God gave me maybe the the best uh, the best uh, help no I, I I ever needed because uh, no uh, families here uh, really like need help uh, in uh, crossing the border because uh, as I said, they are only women with, with children and they must do it by themselves. and uh, of course we all are scared about it yeah. and uh, help from here when when you know that someone will like meet you, and will uh like uh bring you and your children and your uh luggage to a safe place and it m- just means a lot for us but uh as for me like it's also so uh so amazing uh, support and encouraging like to to be here uh, together uh, because it's it's really uh Really uh, complicated when you, uh, should make this decision because, uh, us personally for our family, uh, I and my husband, we, uh, left our city, uh, several days, uh, several days, uh, before. And, uh, now in, in front of our house, uh, we have some blog uh, with, uh, some soldiers and, uh, like some we we say like uh, anti tanks uh, hedgehogs there. So and it is hard because our moms uh, usually mm, old people uh, don't want to leave. So our mom is just in our house. Yeah. Uh, and um, my mom-in-law mm, also they they are in that place still. And yeah, and we always. Mm, all, constantly like pray uh, praying for them yeah but uh, also as for me I, I saw so like wonderful way how God uh, was uh, leading us through all this way uh, because from our uh, first step when we left our house and like still we uh, got this place it, it was absolutely like God's miracle every step and I, I so uh, appreciate uh, all prayers which people uh, uh, are lifting up for us because I understand it's only God's hand. He He just uh, literally uh, is carrying us through all this horror. Yeah, and um, I, no, I I understand that it's absolutely God's uh, mercy and His grace for us yeah. in, in <laughs> all this.
0: So thank you so much for sharing that. I, I mean, it's good to hear firsthand uh, for us um, so many thousands of miles away. The only information that we get is typically reading the news or watching the news and to hear your heart and to hear you express the, the pain of separation, but, but also there's a joy uh, and an appreciation of grace and mercy. And um, Byron, is there anyone else that would like to share before we move forward?
2: Yeah, we yeah. have we have one more person, but she needs a translator.
0: Okay, well that, so Emily, that's Emily. that's even that's great. Whenever you're ready.
1: So this is Ira's sister Masha.
0: Masha, okay
2: It's actually her twin.
0: Oh, okay. Hello. Hello.
5: Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, taking a second, she's crying.
0: Okay, that's okay. Very hard and very overwhelming. Um, and it's okay if she doesn't want to.
5: She she really wants to. Okay, then it's okay if we wait? I had decided that I
2: I, ha- I had to leave my city and my family.
5: Я приехала с двумя дочками,
2: two daughters. И, uh, мой муж и двое сыновей остались. And I had to leave my husband and my two sons behind.
5: дома, потому что они не могут выехать they, в город. they had to stay at home in the house because they can't leave even from the city right now. And для меня это было очень решение, выехать.
2: an extremely difficult decision to leave by
5: myself. I only
2: left because I knew that my sister was already over the border.
5: And I knew that I had friends here. I knew that I here. So
2: she just decided that without having someone to meet her, she just really couldn't have left and
5: cross oh the border by herself потому yes, everyone that's leaving right now have to leave on an evacuation train there's
2: absolutely no schedule you don't know when you're leaving and you don't know where you're you're leaving to.
5: So,
2: we really just wouldn't have even gotten on the train because if we hadn't known that who was going to meet us at the border because we just don't even know where we're getting
5: to. And we also have our friend's daughter with us and our friend, которая тоже без мужа, без родных тоже бы не смогла выехать сама. Um, yeah. Они
2: это,
5: ну, это вообще чудо, как Бог нас вел. И это как апальдис концептуки, что можно приехать, остановиться и успокоиться хотя бы, что подумать, помолиться, как бы дальше, иначе бы просто мы бы остались сейчас все в городе. So basically,
2: um, it was just by, by prayer, just different different miracles, bringing them to the point that they
5: could go. And now she has friends
2: contacting her, and she's contacting friends about how how to go and where to go, because um, people now see that like after she crossed, that she, they can get across too
5: огромное спасибо за то, что вы делаете. Я знаю, что каждый, каждый доллар, каждая гривна, которую вы жертвуете, что она вам достается не легче, чем чем достаются деньги у нас.
2: Um, just thank you so much for every dollar, every penny that you're you're giving. Um... Спасибо
5: огромное за это служение, за эту жертву каждого, кто здесь и кто там жертвует и просто молится за нас. Это было чудо. Каждый шаг, каждая минута за эти. I'm
2: just so thankful for all the sacrifices that people are making both here and also back in in the States. Um, Every penny that's being sacrificed, just the effort that it's taking to help.
5: Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much for sharing and giving us just your hearing it directly from you. It's very courageous and brave of you, of everything you guys are doing. I'm very proud of you that you guys are facing all the challenges, and I mean, it's just um, it's um, it's really hard to 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 imagine in our minds here what you guys are facing. And we pray for the Holy Spirit to strengthen you. Could you translate that, uh, Emily? Somehow, uh, maybe
2: yeah, Ira can How about translate this? that one.
0: We love you very much. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we,
5: uh, we love you too, and we so appreciate it, because maybe you even like, uh, don't recognize how much does it mean for us now. What mm. are you doing?
0: Oh, thanks. Well, guys, you know, I know you guys got to get some rest and uh, we've been on together now for about a half hour. So is there anything that you want to share from where you are right now? Just anything you want to, uh, there's a whole lot of people connected to this little trip of yours. Um, The Lord has shown great favor to communicate it in so many different ways. So there's a lot of prayer support. There's a, there's a lot of folks standing with you eager uh, to see your success Uh, to hear of your success, but is there anything on your heart that you want to share um, tonight before you go to bed? Anybody, any of you?
2: I think for me, um, I'm just being reminded that good works are good, but what are they really worth without the inward man being cared for, without the spiritual man being cared for? And so... um, we just feel really honored that the Lord would entrust these women to us, um, these children to us, that we can, we can not just receive them and take them to safety, but that we can um, uplift their spirit yeah. and point them to Jesus. And when we got Europe from from the border with her girls, um, she asked if I would sing a worship song to her in Russian, <laughs> and it was it was probably one of those difficult and beautiful things. That we've ever done and so just um we, we've also just really realized that when there's great darkness and there is great darkness right now um, there's still no darkness that can stop the light of the lord yeah and he always finds a way and he always finds a way to light our path as yes. we lean not on our own understanding but we trust in him in all our ways
0: that's so good i was looking through the old pictures emily of our trip in 2019 and one of the, the, I think it was a video uh, came up of you practicing worship. Uh, You were leading worship that day and the brother next to you was practicing, singing next to you with a baby in his hands. And it was a beautiful reminder of the fellowship family. I I also have a a video of, you know, how I I took everyone's uh, video and asked them to say hi to our church. So I also have that video as a memory. It was just a a beautiful, beautiful visit. And you're right. And to think, you know what sparked that was you. They wanted you to sing because your voice. You you were leading worship in Russian. For goodness sake, it was beautiful.
5: Yes, (laughs) that's true.
0: It is. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. Anything else before we uh before we let you guys rest?
3: I, I didn't want to say one thing. yeah, just reading in Philippians this morning, you know, always when you're um, in the midst of a trip like this, uh, I mean, well, not that I've ever, it's is unique and, and amazing, but, you know, Paul just reminding us in Philippians to just really understand what matters, you know, and this mm. matters.
0: Yeah, that's good. Randy, do you have anything? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to no,
1: say just like the, the church of Jesus is an amazing thing with, you know, just seeing how um it's coming together worldwide with support for for our our little in Yeah. Um and then just the people in the country that we're in that the local church that we're connected to now that we've never even met before and just like uh, just so thankful for for his church
0: oh, Randy uh, anything
1: let's uh, so, so, gonna share a
4: quick story um, that happened this afternoon Um so we had pulled up to the location we were waiting for um, some of the, the folks to arrive. And um, JJ and Byron were like, hey, Randy, you should go get me some coffee. They were just messing with me a little bit. And, and um, they both wanted coffee. And I was like, no, you go get it yourself. And and they both got out to get some, um, to meet some folks and, 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 um, all of a sudden this guy just comes walking up out of the blue with two cups of coffee (laughs) and hands them to me. And so that's how good God
0: is. (laughs) Wow. Well, thanks for your time. I know you're exhausted. I know that one of the, one of the ways that you, one of the things you shared was you're emotionally exhausted. I know you're jet lagging and emotion and physically exhausted, but the Lord is with you. We're with you. And we pray blessings and encouragement and a good night rest tonight for all that's up ahead.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right. Love you guys. You. God love bless you.
4: you. 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 Bye bye.
0: Hey, thanks again for being a part of the Lead to Serve podcast. If you've made it this far, we want to remind you we have a, U- a Ukrainian relief fund available if you want to support the ministry that we're doing. Uh, not only this trip but future trips or whatever god might have you can go to our website calvaryco.church slash give and just use the drop down menu for ukraine calvaryco.church give and you can use the drop down for ukraine please continue to keep praying for this team uh, god is using them in great ways there's still more people to put into safety and shelter and help them establish even just for this next season of their life, because the future is very unknown. So let's not forget them and continue to pray for them and come alongside of them in great support and encouragement. Thanks again for being a part of the Lead to Serve family and uh, look forward to our next episode together. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lead to Serve with Pastor Ed Taylor a leadership podcast from Calvary Church in Aurora, Colorado. If you have a leadership question you want to hear answered on a future Lead to Serve podcast, please email it to Ed at calvaryco.church. And if you like our podcast, please subscribe, rate, or review us on iTunes and share us with your friends on social media. Thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time right here on the Lead to Serve podcast.